Ed Robertson, along with our guest Lee Purcell. Lee Purcell, star of Adam at 6 a.m., Big Wednesday, Valley Girl, Eddie Macon's Run, and other movie and TV productions. Lee is one of the stars, along with Donna Mills, Donna Pescal, R.J. Mitty, Jerry Jewell, and Andrea F. Friedman, and Carol of the Bells. Carol of the Bells, a heartwarming new film directed by Joey Travolta and his company, Inclusion Films. Inclusion Films teaches and employs people in the film industry who have developmental and physical disabilities. 70% of the crew members of Carol of the Bells are graduates of Joey Travolta schools. Carol of the Bells, available now on DVD and streaming on demand, you can follow Lee Purcell on her website, leepurcell.com. You can also follow Lee on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. Before we went to break, Lee and I were talking about Kurt Douglas, Kirk Douglas, with whom Lee co-starred in Eddie Macon's Run. We lost Kirk Douglas earlier this year. Kirk wrote me a note two or three months ago at a, when he was 103, mm-hmm. and it was... Um, it was a real surprise because I had not been in touch with Kirk for a while. And out of the blue, Kirk's office called my office and said, can we have Lee's address? And it's like, oh, yeah, it's Kirk Douglas, do you have to ask? And, and we were kind of puzzled, uh, you know, but obviously pleased. And I get this, which is um, on my, I'm looking at it, it's on my wall. Um, it actually isn't framed yet, but it's it's up there, and it will be framed. And it's a really wonderful note from Kirk about just, it kind of goes on a bit about how much he enjoyed working with me, uh, what great memories, um, complimenting my work, and it was like, wow, that's from Kirk Douglas. That's, that's going to be buried with me. So... Yeah, so I, I, I was very fortunate. I've been very fortunate in the people I have worked with, and especially Kirk Douglas. And considering that was probably one of the last letters, notes he wrote, that makes it all the more special, I would imagine. Uh, no, I agree. I agree. I know he, he, he wrote, I know he wrote, um, he wrote Steven Spielberg a lot, mm-hmm. and a few other people, and, but not me. <laughs> and and to get this was like a, it was like a gift. Yeah. And it was at the, almost the very, you know, toward the very end of his incredibly long prolific life. And um I was I was really thrilled. You know, he was he was quite a guy. He was he was something. He was he was a mensch and I always told him that, you know, you're a mensch because he was um the movie I did with him was called Eddie Macon's Run, mm-hmm. and it it was an interesting movie. It was three of us, John Schneider, Kirk, and myself, mm-hmm. basically. And, and my parents did something that they had never done in my entire career and never did again, which was my mother and my stepfather came to visit me with no warning. And they were not invited. And not that I wouldn't invite my parents, sure. but I don't invite people to my place of work. It's yeah. like inviting somebody to, if you're a doctor, to the office, mm-hmm. right? You don't, you don't do that. Yeah. 
And so I, and they just showed up in all places. I think we were in, I don't know, El Paso, Texas, or Durango, New Mexico, someplace like that. And, um, and they just showed up out of the blue. And it was so surprising, mm-hmm. and to say the least, and to be polite about it. And it was very inconvenient. Because, I, you know, we finish, we have a long, grueling day of work, and mm-hmm. then we eat dinner, and everybody just kind of falls into bed at 8 or 9 o'clock, mm-hmm. and then you get up at 3 or 4 in the morning, and, and you have another long day. And they, my, my parents, my mother and her husband, did not understand that. And they showed up, and we had just finished watching dailies, and, and um, there they were. And I said, well, you know, great you're here. Um, let's have a quick dinner, then i got to go to bed. And they're like, what? Let's go, because they were very party people. Mm-hmm. And they said, let's, let's go out, let's, you know, hit some clubs. And I'm like, I have to go to bed. And I'm like, why? I said, because I get up at three. Yeah. And it was, anyway, this was all very awkward for me. But Kirk, I talked to him about it the next morning. He said, what's going on? And I told him, and he said, oh, wow, that's inconvenient. I'm like, yeah, it is, and and they plan on staying for a few days, and he and he said, you know, something comforting, and then he just took it on, yeah, and he he whined and dined them, and he, you know, and we worked in secret and got them as got permission to put them as extras, background in a scene, and I had my mother's makeup done by this famous makeup artist, one of the Westmores, and and uh, and then Kirk was like just chatting them up all the time and coming over and talking every day. I mean, oh, he was he just gave me such relief, and he made it so much easier on me because he knew, you know, to have your parents come and visit. It's you know when you're working, mm-hmm. it's very very hard, and. And they just had the best time in the world because of him. Yeah. And for what I've learned about Kirk Douglas, he was, in essence, a people person, not only amongst his fellow act- actors, but he just liked people in general. So it didn't surprise me to hear you share that about him to our listeners. And it kind of affirms that we're all people, and that, and, and again, he took care of the situation because that's what stars do, right. and and right. Uh, and he took he took care of you. He he took a burden off of you, so that you could focus on what you needed to do on Eddie Macon's run. He really did. He was, and and my parents just they talked about that till their dying day. Yeah, just they were so thrilled and pleased and. He was so kind and so generous, and but that's who he was. You know, he left his huge fortune to charity, mm-hmm. yeah. and I just thought, that's Kirk. Another tennis player, so to speak, that you worked with uh, speaking. in movies and on television is Mark Harmon. I have been told that Mark Harmon in term, is, is, is up there in terms of the great leaders on a set. Yes, I, I would agree with you completely. Um, we did a uh, TV movie or a miniseries called Long Road Home, mm-hmm. which I was grateful to get my first Emmy nomination for that show. And um, Mark and I played 
you can believe it, migrant workers in the 1930s. Very yeah. grapes of wrath. Yeah. And based on a on a true story, on a big fat book, and um, called Long Road Home. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, yeah, he's he's tremendous. I, I've known, I I knew him since I was a kid. Yeah. And he just uh, he's always been that way. Just always older than his years, and 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 uh, and now he's caught up with his years. But he was always that way. He was always a doer and a leader. And um, great family man, just a great guy. Lee Purcell is on the line with us. Lee is one of the stars, along with Donna Mills, Donna Pescal, R.J. Mitty, and Jerry Jewell in Carol of the Bells. Carol of the Bells, a heartwarming new film that happens to be set during the holiday season, but has a universal message about family identity and the need to connect that will resonate with audiences everywhere, no matter what time of year. Carol of the Bells was directed by Joey Travolta and his company, Inclusion Films. Inclusion Films teaches and employs people in the film industry who have developmental and physical disabilities. As Lee mentioned earlier in our conversation, 70% of the crew members of Carol of the Bells are graduates of Joey Travolta's schools, while the title role of Carol in Carol of the Bells is played by Andrea F. Friedman, a charming actress who happens to have Down syndrome. Carol of the Bell is available on streaming on demand and on DVD, wherever DVDs are sold. You mentioned that Long Road Home was set in the 30s. What wanted to ask you, because we ran into Lee a few weeks ago at the Hollywood Museum at a tribute uh, for Olivia de Havilland. I was not aware of this. You had played Olivia in, uh, on, on two occasions. Early in on your... one occasion. I played Olivia on one occasion. You're probably thinking of oh, Olivia Dove. Okay. Okay. That's right, yes. Whom I played um, also, who was a silent, silent film star. Of course, Olivia was a golden age film star. And yes, I played Olivia in... The Errol Flynn movie. Thank you. Yes. The Errol Flynn uh, miniseries. And um, I was uh, selected by Olivia long distance because she lives in... Paris and has for mm-hmm. uh, decades, and um, it was for CBS, and Olivia had okay on everything, because Errol, of course, was long gone, mm-hmm. and Olivia is very, very protective, even now, of her image, and yeah. she is 102 or three, yes. also, and um, but still very much alive, and so when um, CBS wanted to want me to want me to do the role, they said, "But we have to get Olivia's okay." So her husband and her daughter flew from Paris to here and met me. And I guess I passed muster mm-hmm. because Olivia said, "Okay, she'll do." And um, and I played Olivia, and it was it was hard. It was really hard. I studied Olivia for weeks um her films and interviews and because i wanted to get it to, i wanted to get it right yeah especially especially since you know uh you know she, she she selected you well in in general when whether you're playing olivia de Havilland, whether you're playing billy dove whether you're playing anyone who actually existed versus playing a fictitious character, Lee. Is your preparation the same, or is it a little bit different, or or does this depend on the life you're assuming? It's very, very different, because if you're playing a real person, 
um, hopefully there's material to draw from, hopefully. Usually there is, sometimes there's not, yeah. and you kind of have to fill in the blanks. But, but if the person was a well-known person and, you know, you can watch footage of them, you can read uh, biographies, you can, you know, there's a lot you can, you can look up. That's the kind of research that you do, and then you make your own decisions after you've, you've done that. And um, but playing a character that you create, who's only on the page, who's only in the writer's imagination and the director's direction, mm-hmm. is a totally different um, fish. And so it's it, they're just different. And one is really not more creative than the other. You could say maybe playing uh, a fictional character is more creative because you get to decide who they are. Yeah, and if you happen to have been personally selected by the person that, that you're playing, that's a, that's a different bag of stuff that doesn't, oh, that doesn't come uh, into play if you're creating it's It's, it's, it's uh, nerve-wracking, uh, but I did get a really lovely note yeah. from Olivia afterwards that I still have. And um, in my collection of notes now with Kirk and Steve McQueen and various notes that I've kept, um, and it was very complimentary, and I was very relieved, i got to tell you. I was like, oh, that's a relief. Let's see. Okay, Carol of the Bells is available on DVD and uh, for on-demand uh, streaming, as, as as we mentioned uh, throughout our conversation. Lee, what else do you have in the works that you're working on, either in front of the camera or you know, developing as a writer or, or producer that you're at liberty to share with our listeners? Well, um, I will say this. Um, uh, you know, as you mentioned, I do produce and I do write, and I have several projects in various stages of development that I cannot talk about yet. But um, on my website, leepurcell.com, or Facebook, or Twitter, or Instagram, um, when those projects are are ready to hatch, then I will be announcing those at that time. So just keep an eye on all of my social media and my website. And hopefully when you're ready to announce those projects, you'll come back and talk to us on TV Confidential. I would love to. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, Ed. Greg Airbar will join us for our DVD report in a few minutes. In the meantime, uh, we mentioned in our first hour that Ed Asner will be touring his critically acclaimed plays, God Help Us, and a man and his prostate in various cities across the U.S. over the next several weeks. Ed plays God Almighty in God Help Us. God Help Us was written by Samuel Warren Joseph, one of Ed's collaborators on his memoir, Son of a Junk Man. While a man and his prostate, Ed's critically acclaimed one-man show, was written by Ed's longtime friend and fellow Mary Tara Moore show collaborator, Ed Weinberger. Ed will be performing God Help Us at the Village Theater in Canton, Michigan on Sunday, April 5th at the Brewer Performing Arts Center in Brewer, Maine on Friday, April 10th at the Acorn Theater in Three Oaks, Michigan on Saturday, April 18th at the American Theater in Hampton Arts, Virginia on Saturday, April 25th and Sunday, April 26th at the Solvang Theater Festival in Solvang, California on Saturday, May 2nd and at the Here Now Festival in Kansas City, Missouri on Thursday, June 11th. For more information to book God Help Us at a venue near you, go to godhelpus.net, godhelpus.net.
Ed Asner will be performing A Man and His Prostate at the Hoyt Theater in San Rafael, California on Saturday, March 14th, the Temple Theater in Sanford, North Carolina on Tuesday, April 28th, and the Astor Theater in Jasper, Indiana on Saturday, June 20th. For more information on A Man and His Prostate, to book the play at a venue near you, go to amanandhisprostate.com, amanandhisprostate.com. For more information on the Ed Asner Family Center, go to edasnerfamilycenter.org. You can follow Ed Asner on Twitter, Instagram, and on Facebook. We'll take a quick time out, then we'll be back with more TV Confidential right after this. Ed Robertson, author friend Donna Allen Figueroa, who I understand has a new book out. Yes, it's entitled Fall Again Beginnings. It's the first part of a four-part contemporary romantic series uh, set against the background of working actors. Something that you know a, little, a thing or two well, about. Well, you write what you know, and I have been working in the business for several years. It is not necessarily autobiographical, but it's based on... Sure, many of the experiences that the actors in my book have. Many have happened to me. Many have happened to friends of mine. It's not, if you're looking for Valley of the Dolls, it's not. It's grounded in reality. It is grounded in reality, and it's the first in a series. Yes, Called the Fall Again series. Fall Again. Which is available as a paperback as well as an ebook and in Kindle at fallagainseries.com. An adult elephant can weigh up to six tons. The average person, 150 pounds. Ever heard of carfentanil? It's a large wild animal tranquilizer. Illegal drug dealers lace heroin with it, it can kill the average human. If you or a loved one is addicted to opiates, even pain pills, don't wait until it's too late. Call the Detox and Treatment Helpline now. We care. Many of us have been where you are. We'll take you or a loved one away from the drug environment to a place you can clean out safely. Plus, we'll work with your insurance company to make sure you get the treatment you need. And with a Family Medical Leave Act, you're allowed by law to get away for help without telling your employer why. Call now to save a life. 866-490-3991-866-490-3991-866-490-3991. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contract. Our experienced partners are offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. You'll never pay another timeshare maintenance bill again, and all your obligations will be terminated. You can begin saving today. Even if you've tried another company to get rid of your timeshare, call and see if we can help you. At the Timeshare Exit Hotline, we only accept payment after an agreement has been made to get you out of your timeshare. Make this complimentary free call and learn how our honest partners can help anyone, anywhere, legally get out of their timeshare nightmare. 800-715-6093-800-715-6093-800-715-6093. That's 800-715-6093. This portion of TV Confidential is sponsored by The Misadventures of Biffle and Schuster, the hilarious sight-splitting new DVD available through Kino Lorber. Thanks for powering our stream. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at 
tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.